You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. We're happy to be with you today. I'm Leon Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer, producer, and uh, today, Julie, I am happy to announce that um, my book is the number one book in the amateur sleuths category on Amazon. I love that. So lost and found in Paris. Number one, Leon. I like the sound of it. And hey, it's your sleuth. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is quite a mystery going on uh, in your new book, and, and that's all good. Hey, I'm Julie Dolan. I'm the oldest sister. I uh, live in Dallas, Texas. Um, but this week I'm in Steamboat Springs, uh, Leon. Oh, nice. How's, how's it there, Jill? Beautiful. Delightful. Yes. Delightful. Okay. Well, you may be noticing that there is one sister missing. Our sister Liz was supposed to be on today. We were really looking forward to speaking to her as always, but she was very busy working at the U.S. track and field trials, and we were going to get an update on that. She had all kinds of other things to talk about today on the show, but then we got the text this morning that she is not feeling well. She has tested positive for COVID, and so she is recuperating uh, at her house in Bend, Oregon. Yeah, that's too bad, Julie. That was a bummer. I know, I know. And Liz has been so careful. Of course, she's fully vaccinated. Uh, so we are sending our best thoughts to her um, to rest up and get better, right? Yeah. It's just a reminder that there's a lot of COVID still out there. She said she was surprised. She was basically her work was outdoors all weekend yeah. because it was a track meet. So uh, she was really hoping to avoid this. So we're obviously sending our best thoughts, but a reminder to everybody it's still out there. It's I know. still be careful. And yes. when you get it, you know, it's still a very tricky virus. So I even know. if you are I fully know. vaccinated. Um, so she will be back. We hope next week. Uh, next. uh, so that's, you'll hear all about track and field next week. Um, but instead, so, so Julie and I have cobbled together. I mean, put together a show on, <laughs> no, we're going to be good. We're going to be fine here, Joel. We had a lot to say, a lot going on in the world this week. I, I was up in Northern California this week with some of my college friends. Going to tell you about that. Nice. And you have an article from the Atlantic about female friendships, right? I do. Well, or about friendships in general and sort of the six important forces to really nurture for friendship. I think you're really going to enjoy hearing about it. All right. You're also on a dog centered vacation. So we're going to yes, talk about that. Yes. Yes. This is, this is Oliver's um, summer vacation and I'm going to explain, explain it. All right. And then uh, later on in the show, we're excited because Donna is turning 60. Donna is a satellite sister. She posted on the Facebook group searching for ideas. And we have some ideas for Donna's 60th birthday party and other satellite sisters and misters put great ideas there in the Facebook group. So listen up. uh, Stay tuned if you're planning a big birthday this year, because we're going to try to help Donna out. Um, so this weekend though, I was my Sage Hen sisterhood weekend. You know, I went to Pomona college where our mascot is the Sage Hen. Okay. Uh, A noble bird. No doubt. (laughs) Yes. Smartest bird in the desert. Jill. So, uh, I went um, to Northern California with six of my college friends. We call, 
the Sage Hen Sisterhood. And I say call because there were a lot of gifts where that was actually, um, you know, engraved on things. People do a lot of gift giving at these weekends and gift exchanging. And so the Sage Hen Sisterhood becomes, uh, it's on it's on all kinds of things uh, that I own. So it was uh, seven of us. We were staying at a friend's house in Northern California and it was the good and the bad and the unexpected. So, okay. you know, first we got up there Thursday. So I have to say when the Supreme Court decision came down about Roe versus Wade, I, I, was, um, I wasn't expecting it. I, I hadn't checked my email. I was purposely trying to stay off my phone. So it was unexpected. I have to say, I was glad I was with friends because um, I was very happy not to be alone when that okay. came, when that news came over. I was happy to have people to talk to about it, to process. I mean, we had a lot of conversations about the decision and what next and our personal feelings over the next four, four days. Very grateful to be with old friends when that happened. I, was, I think I was that's uh, that's that. a uh, that's a good observation, Liam. Yeah. yeah, definitely time to process. So you know that happened Friday, but we tried to move through the weekend, and we had some fun times. First thing we did, I want to recommend we went walking in Muir Woods. Oh, I love that. I mean, that is that is like a magical place, isn't it? With those it trees. Is magical place. It's, it was just, you know, 15 minutes from my friend Louise's house and big, beautiful, not first growth redwoods, but I think second growth. And the, it's just, they've, first of all, it's like a paved, paved hiking trail. So I enjoyed <laughs> I know that because hiking is not your sport. Yeah. And yes, they're just, it seems like it's pretty flat there, Lynn. It's and it's, flat. Yeah. yeah. It's and well executed. Which, which, which is great, which means it's accessible to a lot of people. And that's, yes. It, you know, to go to a, a magnificent forest like that, uh, to be among those trees, I think is, it can be very transformative. It was, it, it was really just the perfect, the perfect group activity for people at all different levels. And as you said, super accessible for all kinds of people. So um, Louise, who had organized the weekend, had made our reservations. You need reservations up there. We were good to go. I had never walked through Muir Woods, just beautiful. So definitely good, Jack. Another good thing we did, and Julie, I know your group of college friends does this, we sort of settled on eating lunch out and making dinner in. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, because we found with my group of college girlfriends that really the waiters, the menus, uh, you know, the service, it all gets in the way of our conversation if we go out to dinner. So it's much more fun to co uh, to cook to everyone to cook at home because there's more time for conversation. That's the way, that's how, that's the conclusion our group came to. Is exactly right. And we, we have a, you know, we have a lot of people who are good at cooking and executing things and party planning or doing the dishes, cleaning up, it ran pretty seamlessly to do that, but it's fun to have lunch out. So you don't have to cook every meal and it unburdens the hostess from planning a lot of stuff like that. So that check lunch out, we had some really nice lunches out uh, in Sausalito. We went into San Francisco for one day and did walking and shopping. Uh, we just had some terrific lunches out. So that was, that was great. All right. Have you heard of this thing? You know, at the end of weekends like this, people, somebody's picking up this lunch tab, somebody's picking up these groceries, somebody's uh, organizing that somebody's paying for the rental car. Right. Have you ever heard of the split wise? No, 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 no. What is this Liam? So this is an app actually made for group activities like this, where everybody puts their costs and then it figures out 
who owes who what, right? So in a group of seven people, you know, you X number of dollars. And so, and somebody else has put in Y number of dollars that are not equal. And so everybody's sending the same like $25 to each other a hundred times. It actually figures out what was the grand total, who owes who what. So you get like, Leanne, owe- I love that idea because this, I, I, it's not a point of contention, but we always have said in our, with my group of friends, that this is an area where we, it needs improvement because that it, exact same thing happens. You know, some people are bringing groceries, some people, just as you said, are picking up the lunch tab or bringing wine or whatever. What a great thing to have. Tell me the yeah. name of that app again. It's called I- Splitwise. Splitwise. Okay. Now it definitely works ideally if you also are open to Venmo or Zelle payments, but you can also just use it to settle up and then, and then you can exchange checks or cash or or whatever you want to do. It's really (laughs) kind of meant to, uh, you know, perfect in a, in a, in a perfect world, it's a, you're Venmoing or people don't do that. So you can also settle up in cash, but it was super duper helpful for a group event and Hats off to my friend, Kristen, who knew about it and organized it and set it up. It does take a person to sort of manage this process, but it did make it easier at the end. So that was good. And then uh, good. I want to say fanny pack. I <laughs> Now you have mocked fanny packs for, for a long time, Leon. I, I enjoy so, a fanny pack. Yeah. But, so what, uh, yeah. what, what prompted you to um, put on a fanny pack? Well, just a friend of mine had given me a cute Lululemon one for my birthday. Yes. And I've used it occasionally, but I realized I was bringing the hostess gift bags and we were trying to carry on and it was very breakable. Okay. The hostess gift was two, three breakable pieces. So what it meant was that I had to pack my bags very lightly. Like I really didn't have a lot of extra room. I couldn't jam stuff in at the last minute into Uh my carry on. So I thought, well, I'll just bring this family pack for everything I need my, you know, you need your phone and your ID and your, and then I lip realized yep. your lip balm, exactly, Jewel, uh, your vaccination card. And I realized they don't really count fanny packs as an extra bag. You know how sometimes like I didn't really know strict- that, Leanne. Oh, well, I we better to be get able- a ruling uh, on that because <laughs> I don't want you giving out inaccurate or illegal travel travel tips. But that uh, that's good to know if you can I'm just. Spread. No one seemed to notice it. Like I had my carry-on and my rolling bag, and then I had a little my little fanny pack. And then when you're sitting in the seat, you just everything's right there. You don't have to keep opening up uh, your big bag. So I thought with the you know when they check your ID and then oh what do you do with your ID and your license? I'm just saying that was a good thing. The Wacomir Woods, eating lunch out and dinner in the Splitwise app and fanny packs, excellent. Okay, so on the unexpected front, here's here's what. Here's what we happened. We were, we had walked in Muir, Muir Woods and then we were having a beautiful lunch in Sausalito, which is right on the water. You have a spectacular view of all aspects of the San Francisco Bay area. There's just so much water in San Francisco. I know, and it, it is, um, it is spectacular. Yeah. Right. So we, we ate, walked, we had a beautiful lunch. People were splitting things. It was crab Louis, and I got a, oh, I got a crab melt that was out of this world and it was fantastic. <laughs> Then, and we had noticed that there was a, um, you know, a motorcycle uh, gang group, a motorcycle group coming, coming in, you know, they had on their leather. Motorcycle enthusiasts, Leon. Yes. yes. Yeah. So um, they were coming in and filling up, you know, one 
of the bar. So as we were getting ready to leave, all of a sudden, one of the members of the Ephesians, that was the name of the group, he arrived with a waitress and seven shots of tequila. Julie. <laughs> what? Yes. I mean, we're going to take it at our age, a group of women getting a, you know, a table <laughs> full of shots is what we got. I mean, we couldn't believe it. And, you know, it wasn't we're, I thought this no, was going to be the bad part of your weekend. No, this that this seems like a good unexpected. part. Okay. The unexpected. The un- okay. No, the unexpected part. Yeah. We're like, oh my gosh, first of all, tequila shots at two o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know, you know, but whatever. <laughs> and the, with no strings attached. He just wanted, wanted us to have these tequila shots. It was very gentlemanly of him. Then he returned to his group. Now I was driving. So I just took a sip. I didn't shot but there you go i mean when was the last time someone bought you a shot no that has not happened recently (laughs) and i just think sending sending good vibes out into the world it's always good so well good for you girls you must you and all your fanny packs you must have been still have some some magic about you okay nice (laughs) nice work leon that's exactly what we thought we still got it we still got it joel so it was a it was a good weekend to all be together. We had a time and renewing friendships and, and being together was fantastic. Leanne, and was this a weekend that you had postponed due to COVID? I mean, had, had it been a couple of years since you all got together? Um, no, last, we all got together last year because one of the members was married, okay. and her wed, but her wedding had been postponed several times. So yeah. in that gap last summer, when it seemed like, oh, everything was good, people can go places now, that's when she got married. So the last time I had seen people was a year ago. But yes, other, other things had been postponed. I mean, well, we've always talked about how important friendship is and like getting together with your friends and being there. And I, Leanne, I read a great article in The Atlantic this week by Julie Beck, and it's entitled The Friendship Files. And what she has done over the last four years is she has interviewed a hundred sets of friends. And you know what she says? She said, people are the most generous, they're funniest, and they're most fascinated fascinating when they're talking with or about friends. Isn't that nice? Yeah. And she, she has, you know, she interviewed all different kinds of friends and, you know, um, you know, different age groups and various things, but she has, her article is about the six forces that fuel friendship. Okay. And we're all about fueling friendship. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So number one, she says is accumulation that, you know, you really do need to spend a certain amount of time with your friends. Like uh, one study suggests that, you know, if you can have casual friends, you've spent somewhere between 40 to 60 hours with them. But to really have a friend, it takes up to 80 to 100 hours of time spent together. Now, you don't have to do that, obviously, like in a week, you know, it could be over years, or it could be this pattern of friendship that you have with your sage hen friends, which is, you know, that you get together for this intense period, but that period allows for great conversation and disclosure and activities together. The second one is attention, you know, and I like this one where she said, she writes that you have to look for friendship in places that you would never expect that. Do you have friends like that, Leanne, that, you know, you would never expect to be friends with them, but circumstances brought you together and now they're close friends? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. How about I you? Think, I yeah, me too. You know, and I think it's always um, you know, and 
you know, I, I feel like reading this article by Julie Beck is like, hey, I think she's a Satellite Sisters because I know we talk about these exact same things, but it's really being open to friendship too, Leanne, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, no matter what your age, you know, even if you have a set of great friends, there may be a change in your circumstance or new, you know, new things open up and new friends emerge. And I think that's important no matter what age you are. The next thing, which obviously makes sense, is she talks about intention that you, you know, you have to do you have to really intend to be a friend with someone that you have to put yourself out there. And, you know, that takes a fair amount of courage and vulnerability or and and also a willingness to be a little awkward with each other in the beginning. Right. Right. Uh, Exactly. Yes. I mean, you have you know, you have good old friends that you've grown up with or that you've had so many shared experiences with. But with new friends, you you know, you have to, like, take that chance. Uh, Ritual is super important. And this is an area where I know I fall down. But, you know, it's it's having, you know, like a weekend with your girlfriends or a routine coffee date or a routine lunch date, dinner date, or, you know, uh, you know, certain act. You always walk together together. Yeah. Run together. And making those dates, making it, making, making your friendship a ritual is really important to do. I like that. Um, Imagination, she said, is also important. And this is, you know, making sure that in, in a life where, you know, and I think for many of us with our lifestyles, like you have to really imagine your life to include friends and that activities around friends is, you know, is a priority in your life. You know, that, I mean, there's, it's easy to have a lot of different priorities, work or family, whatever, you know, causes that you're involved in, but you do have to have the imagination to define your life in a way that where friendship is a priority. Yeah. I think that definitely improves with aging. You know, yeah. when you're out of that really intense period of child rearing, if, if you have children, like, you know, sometimes you just literally don't have the time or the, the bandwidth uh, to plan stuff. So I've seen, you know, definitely since I've become an empty nester, I have been able to be imaginative about how to spend time with friends and to prioritize that. So, yeah. yeah. And true. I think, you know, that that's a good message for younger mothers, for younger parents um, that, you know, you're going to have a whole life. So hang in there with your friends. And right. the final one that, that Julie mentions, and I love this one because I know it's because well, it's something I, I say too, is you have to have grace. You know, you with friendship is all about flexibility and it's about being, you know, having grace with your friends because we're, we're all going through different things at different points in our lives. And, you know, really, you know, uh, you know, keeping your heart warm to, to your friends. I mean, it's, Amen. You know, yeah. How about that? Right. Yeah. I mean, we're not all perfect. We're all going to, we're going to all make mistakes, say things we didn't mean, miss an important event, you know, check out for a while. But uh, again, I think with age, you sort of understand the ebbs and flows of life and how that works. And, and you're able to provide a lot more grace in that sense. Yeah. So, so this was an article in the Atlantic by Julie Beck and about the six forces that fuel friendship. I highly recommend it. Um, you know, it's inspired me. Your, your trip has sort of inspired me, uh, Leanne. I, I have a girlfriend's weekend coming up in, in the fall that I'm really looking forward to. And, uh, you know, so thanks. Get yourself, get yourself a fanny pack. Get- <laughs> okay, Leanne.
All right. We will put a link in the show notes. Usually we say Liz, but uh, she's unavailable. So I guess I'll be putting a link in the show notes to that, to that article. Stay. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. (laughs) In their skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils, I love it all. That duo they have going. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the Mega Moisture Duo, yes. you can you can literally see your skin get firmer and it just delivers this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil, youthful, yeah. Liz, a youthful yeah. glow is going to happen. <laughs> and it's a, infused with Osea's signature Andaria Seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code Sad Sisters. So this is it. This is a win-win-win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSISTERS at oseamalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with, your, with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what, uh, what, what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you know, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz. Right. Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your Butcher Box account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your Butcher Box on vacation, which is. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer 
plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. We're back. We're the Satellite Sisters. Um, all right, Jill, you have an article you wanted to bring our attention I to. Do, What's going on? I do, Leigh. I have to stay. I'm still reeling from the fact that you got a round of shots um, uh, from your motorcycle enthusiasts. Good work, sister. Okay. Okay. That puts a pride. Thank okay, you. So- I felt like there wasn't enough you know, accolades before. <laughs> so thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, this was a, a, an article that Susan in our Facebook group, uh, Satellite Sisters Facebook group um, posted. And uh, this had your name, Leanne Dolan, all over it. It is a the latest trend in gardening, Leanne, and it's called the social front yard trend. So here it is. What happens is you Think of your front yard. I'm thinking of your front yard that you transform this, this front yard. Although you have a lot of flowers and plants and grass, but you transform it which into an area that's for relaxing and gathering. So some of this is post-COVID related in that it's creating a space in your front yard uh, where people you still can have social contact, but you, you remain safe. So you create like a living area and you put plants there. Um, you know, I mean, if you had a big front porch, that would be a nice social area. But let's say you don't have a front porch on the front of your house. This way you create spaces so you and your friends can just socialize right out front. What do you think of that? You know what? I saw that article and I thought that was so smart and I thought it looked beautiful and I'm all for it. Like we don't really have a front porch. It's not an, it's not a nice one. It's, it's serviceable, but it's small. No one can sit on it. So I thought, oh, I would love to kind of do this to our front yard. We have a very, uh, a very walkable social neighborhood anyway, but very few people sit out front because we, we do not have a lot of front porches. So people just stand in their yards, in their yards. And I'd like to just only my dog sits in the front yard. She likes to just sit in the front yard and watch people. So this sounds good. I love it, Joel. Well, I think, I think it, I, it, when I, California is perfect because you have perfect weather, but I can even see it in Dallas and in various parts of the country at certain seasons where you could, you can create gardens. You're supposed to put light, airy plants in and maybe some tall grasses. So you create a sort of semi-private zone where, you know, where people can gather. Um, I mean, you have a beautiful backyard, but this way, you know, you could sit out at night in the evening in your front yard because, yeah. you, uh, I mean, which is better than standing for sure. Right. And uh, <laughs> well, what's interesting is that, um, we, you know, we have a real water shortage here in Southern California. Yeah. We do have grass in the, and my husband announced when we were in Santa Fe that he wants to pull up all the grass and, and create a water, more water-friendly garden, Good. but he also wanted to put, so it leads right to this. I think that's why that article caught my eye. I was like, oh, this is what we should do as opposed to just random planting, uh, which I think was his plan, but here's the deal. He was going to, um, 
he thought he would get a sculpture as a focal point, right? It, oh, it, again, oh. this was all new to me as we were wandering <laughs> around the gal galleries and, and, and shops in Santa Fe. I was like, what are you looking for? He said an outdoor sculpture for the front yard. Cause I'm going to pull up all the grass and we're just going to have a new focal point. So we were wandering around and we finally saw one. We just both loved. We responded to right away. It was like stacks of metal, uh, what looked like marshmallows, you know, it looked like iron huh? marshmallows, but they were squished down and it was just kind of stunning and, and interesting. So Barrick waltzes into this gallery and he's like, oh, like a price, you know, uh, the price yeah. sheet for the, uh, the stuff out front. <laughs> like, and it was a pricey, <laughs> it was, it was a pricey, like yeah. the cost of college education or yes. something like it that. Was, yeah. It was $250,000. Oh, so the cost of a home. <laughs> Okay, so you could have a seat. Okay. It was like, a, and then she's like, are you familiar with this work? And he, she went on to explain that this artist now, the particular statue we liked is actually out in front of the Museum of Modern Art. Well, I mean, your husband always has good taste, Leanne. There you have it. You can pick a winner. Okay. So we'll be getting the poor man's okay. version of that. All right. <laughs> But but that's what we wanted to include. So I'm very interested in this social garden yeah. trend. I think it's great. I mean, during COVID in my neighborhood, a lot of people put lawn chairs out on their front lawn. And so that, you know, they would, you know, they would sit in their lawn chairs and as people walk by, you know, walking their dogs, walking babies, whatever, you know, there'd be some conversation. But this way, I, I think you can really make it a very sort of inviting space um, to do it. I think it would work really well for you, Leon, at Halloween as well. Just oh, imagine, yeah. just imagine you out in your sort of outdoor front yard living room with your with your poor man sculpture in a witch's hat, handing out giant chocolate bars. Okay, that's exciting, Julie. Okay, yeah. Great. I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, I was glad to see that posted. I, I would love to see if people have done this to their front yard to post those pictures in our Facebook group. Okay. Well, Leon, next topic I wanted to uh, tell you about is I mentioned at the top of the show that um, I'm here in Steamboat Springs. And what I realized, uh, my husband and I are here, that we, we are here with our dog, Oliver. And this is really, it is Oliver's vacation. Okay. We have sort of organized this whole week around the dog. So it is a dog centered vacation. Let me explain. First of all, we drove from Texas to Colorado. So we could take the dog. Okay. Uh, we, it wasn't, we weren't going to, we could fly, but we decided to drive because we wanted to bring the dog. We stay overnight in a hotel, a specific hotel that uh, takes dogs and that this one hotel outside of Denver also has a very nice um, sort of walking area. So we could walk Oliver there. You see this? Yeah. Okay. We stop at specific gas stations now, Leanne, not only because they have a clean bathroom, but they have to have some kind of lawn where Oliver can do his business as well. Because <laughs> a lot of gas stations don't have that. Right. We, I reject a lot of fueling stations because no, 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 there's no place for Oliver. Um, I, this is a first for me, Leanne. I actually planned uh, Oliver's birthday party for here. Okay. He turned four. Okay. And he had his buddy um, Bowen over for a birthday party. My sister-in-law found these uh, dog friendly um, ice cream treats uh, for dogs. 
So, and she brought candles and we sang happy birthday to all of them. Okay. Wow. (laughs) This is getting deep. You can see this. Uh, We're now, even the hikes that we go on, we select them thinking, oh, well, this is very nice. Oliver will like this hike because it has some streams and he can sit down and he won't get too hot uh, on the walk. You see this dog center. Have you done this with your dog? Well, we've taken her places. Yeah. I mean, but it's not been, not been quite so dog centered, but yeah, I mean, and I have to say one of the things that was nice about Santa Fe was that we didn't take the dog. I mean, we've barely spent a minute away from her in the last five years that we've had her because she has so much anxiety from being a rescue dog. She does not like to leave us. So yes, though, we, we have planned, we have planned such a thing. I've never given her a birthday party though. That's (laughs) It was a first for me. And it's really quite fun. Okay. 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 He did throw up his birthday cake on the trail, (laughs) but oh, well, oh, well, he is having the time of his life uh, on his uh, dog centered uh, uh, vacation. So uh, it may be an annual thing, Liam. Uh, That's all I can say. Excellent. Good for Oliver. All right. Now it's time for the Satellite Sister follow-up department. Uh, And we had a couple of stories that we have talked about in the past that I wanted to uh, follow up on. Remember uh, a couple of weeks ago that I mentioned nap dresses as a summer 2022 trend? You know, those are the smock bodices, midi dresses, they're flowy. Remember this? Yeah, Julie, we talked about it quite a bit this weekend. People were searching for for nap dresses. I got several text follow-ups from friends who told me they are nap dress owners that they found they bought them during the pandemic. So yes, nap dresses, it's happening. Okay, well, this was another one of these. I mean, it happens all the time. We mention it on Satellite Sisters. And then the next thing you know, my Facebook feed, like every third, every third post is a nap dress. Okay. Don't you want this nap dress? Don't you want this nap dress? How about this nap dress? I'm sure you would love this nap dress. I I, I don't own a nap dress, but it seems like the universe or that algorithm wants me to have one. It is true. And it's super creepy, isn't it? I mean, it's just creepy. Yeah. And then you will succumb. You'll see so many (laughs) nap dresses. You'll be like, okay, I guess I need that. Speak, it's going to be fanny packs. Everyone's going to have a lot of fanny, a fanny, packs. A fanny packs. Okay. Which is not going to look good with the nap dress. <laughs> no, that's smocking. Okay. No. So Dub, please don't do that together. All right. But uh, Liz says she likes it because she feels like this is how she finds out about products is through some of the stuff that ends up in her Facebook feed. I don't know. Uh, Lee, an other topic that we talked about was uh, just the difficulty of air travel. It didn't, didn't sound like you had any difficulty this past weekend. No, we got, we felt like we got very, very lucky. Everybody was coming in from different places. There was one little hiccup, but other than that, no flights canceled. So we felt very lucky. But, you know, it's been a a tough summer that way, but of course in satellite sisterhood. Okay. You know, what, what were they talking about on the Facebook group, Leon? They, they mentioned how many people bring gifts for the flight crews. Okay. Have you ever done that? Have have you ever? No. No. Okay. So Tanya says that she brings Starbucks cards. Okay. And she hands those out to uh, flight, uh, you know, flight attendants. Love it. Okay. Dawn, she brings a box of cookies. How about that? Joshua always suggests that uh, individually wrapped items are good for flight crews. But one time, but he travels a lot internationally and he brought a box of donuts for the whole, whole group. I don't know how he must wear a fanny pack, Leanne, because I don't know how you carry the box of donuts and your luggage 
uh, I don't know, but it, how great is that? Uh, Sarah, box of chocolates, and uh, Joni, a large uh, bag of M&Ms that she gives out. I have wow. never thought to, to do that. I mean, you can write nice things, you know, and uh, back to the airlines about good service, but I've never thought about, you know, getting some, I don't know, McDonald's cards, cards or uh, Starbucks cards and giving them out to the flight crews and just thanking them for, you know, uh, their service because it isn't easy this summer for no, sure. That, that is so nice and generous of people. You're right, Julie. When I get into an airport, I'm just all about me and how yeah. can I get my stuff on the plane? <laughs> right. So. But see, you could have slipped some Starbucks cards in your fanny pack, Leon. You I see could that. have. It's yeah. perfect. I have, I have uh, given kudos to great flight crews on Twitter. I will say that I have yes. like tweeted out things about like, we had great customer service on this particular flight. I want to say we, we did have to rent a car and they are the unsung heroes of this summer of travel because car rentals are crazy now and there are long lines and there are fewer cars and uh there was a lot of um people who were hot under the collar and not happy and they are understaffed and though we had to wait a bit when we got to the front of the line we got great service and we had rented from hertz and so our car was available but i just thought oh these are the people that are really really feeling the heat from frustrated travelers because other travelers were having to wait a long time, even once they had been through the line for their cars, because there was so little inventory. So they, they were just getting cars when they showed up on returns, which uh, I thought that would be rough. So the that, unsung heroes, the car rental, I know. car rental and people. Every single person who posted in our Facebook group about gift giving to flight crews said they weren't doing it to get better service. They were doing it for the right reasons, Leanne, just to show appreciation for, you know, what these people are doing. I like it. I, I like it. Very uh, nice. That's a super nice trend. Or yeah, I'm going to slip some gift cards in my fanny pack. Or shots, <laughs> shots of tequila. Do you think you could? <laughs> As the universal gift of appreciation, Leanne, what do you think? <laughs> really? Who doesn't love that? Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting <laughs> rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Lee and Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when it's, my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay, and I'm I'm using it. Pros mm -hmm. isn't just better for you; it's also better for the planet, Liz. They're certified B Corp, cruelty free, and the first and only 
carbon neutral custom beauty brand. So pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz, you know we love talking about FrameBridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting FrameBridge experience. Would I, I you did. like to share? Would you like I know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already frame-bridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the frame-bridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and FrameBridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but FrameBridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you are like... going to be happy, okay? <laughs> That's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or see a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's FrameBridge.com. Thanks, FrameBridge. Leon and Julie here. So uh, I just want to announce on behalf of Liz, uh, I assume if you're listening at this point in the show, you heard at the top of the show that Liz has COVID and she's under the weather. So she will be postponing her grilling with Liz special. Uh, she wanted me to let you know. We, I said, please, Liz, just rest your brain. Don't, don't put in under for this week. So um, for those of you that were looking forward to the miso the double miso grilling special on Saturday. Uh, Liz is going to be postponing that. So stay tuned. Um, I did mention briefly at the top of the show that my book lost and found in Paris is still a Kindle special. Here's the thing with these Kindle specials, Julie, I don't know when they start or when they end. So the fact that it's still one ninety nine. Like, okay. No grab it. Me. Just yeah, grab yeah. it. Right. If you have right. a Kindle one ninety nine. Great. So when, it, when it was yesterday, I, I sent out a special newsletter. I have 
subscribers at leandolan.com. If you just want my book newsletter, I, I promise not to send out too many. I'm just trying to send it out quarterly, but I thought, what the heck, I'll just send this out. If people have signed up for the newsletter, maybe they want to know this. And this morning when I checked, I am number one in amateur, amateur sleuth mysteries at the Kindle store and number one in action and adventure romance books. Leanne, well, that is exactly what your book has, Leanne. It has action, adventure, and romance, which right. I enjoyed. Yes. So if you are listening to this, I don't know if the special is still going on. It was an hour ago, but I don't run Amazon, but you can check. So, uh, and, that, and saying that the Sweeney Sisters, my book from two years ago, is also a pretty good deal on Kindle. It's not $1.99, it's like $7.99, but still a good deal. So, um, and that has a great 4th of July scene and uh, all kinds of summary. Oh, yeah. One of the best. Fun there. So, yep. So, uh, so just to mention that books on special, and then, um, this week, pep talkers, you will be getting the newsletter and, um, it will include our, our famous, our famous Edna Dolan's red, white, and blueberry muffin recipe, our mom's special blueberry muffin recipe that has really become a satellite sisterhood favorite. Uh, we always include that. So you'll be good to go for your 4th of July holidays, anything you need. It's a delicious blueberry muffin recipe. It's not too sweet, right. not right. too soft. Uh, it's light and fluffy and um, it is so Instagrammable too, Liam. Can I say that? I mean, it no, looks no. like a million dollars when you take a, when you take yeah. a picture of those blueberry muffins. That's, yes. that's true, Jill. Picture perfect yes. blueberry yes. muffin recipe. So if you're not a pep talk subscriber, this would be the week to do that. Also reminder, you can always forward pep talk on to your friends. So if you're a subscriber and you have others who you think would love that blueberry muffin recipe, send it along. All right. We got a, a great call out in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group this week from Donna. She was just looking for help planning her 60th birthday party, and she was turning to the Satellite Sister. People had fun suggestions, and Julie and I, we have our own suggestions, Donna. There's nothing we want to do more than plan your 60th birthday party. So here's what Donna wrote. She's turning 60 at the end of August. She said, I've never planned a party for myself and would like some creative ideas. I'm guessing 20 to 25 guests, including family, friends, and some colleagues for work. In lieu of gifts, I will ask for donations to a local animal shelter. I love and then that. She's, and then she said the budget was around $1,000, which is, I think, first of all, I, I appreciated that she included the budget, right? Mm -hmm. And I think yes. that's a reasonable amount to spend. Like, right. Right. now we know that's a good part. That's a real budget. And so... Um, so a couple more things I learned from Donna sleuthing through some of the Facebook replies uh -huh. is that she seems to love to sing. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I like She's that. Big fan of music and uh, she and her friends are not big drinkers. So anything uh, drinking at all. So drinking theme, not, uh, not going to work, but, um, she is interested in food and drink suggestions. All right. So Donna, here are a couple of suggestions I have for you. First of all, as I analyzed your Facebook post, it's key that music is a key for you. And let's face it, music is a key for any great party. People had lots of terrific ideas around music, but then my eyes flew wide open when Donna said one of the things she's thinking about doing is hiring a piano player and everyone can sing along. I love that, Leanne. I have a, I have a friend, Christy, in Dallas who does a sing-along a holiday party. I can't tell you how fun it is 
to stand around the piano and sing with a group of people. It's it's one of my favorite things. Donna, we fully endorse this plan. I just okay. want you to Love know, that. I think this is what you build your party around. Uh, so, uh, and I think your budget will accommodate that piano player and the fact that you love singing fantastic. So you're singing, not drinking. That's your thing. A uh, couple of things for the party invitation. I might suggest singing at 60 or I'm 60. Let's sing, you know, also fun. Cute, fun that's cute and snappy. Okay. That is a free cute and snappy invitation pitch idea from Lee and Dolan. Okay. Take or, it, Donna. or sing it. I'm 60. You could also do that. You could go either way with that. I think you're on the right course to keep the food and drinks simple, right? You don't need to overindulge people, uh, but it's good if there's thematic. I'm actually going to a 60th birthday party this week, Donna, and the theme of the party, and I assume the theme of the food and drinks is bourbon and bite. So because, <laughs> wow, wow. I just, yeah, more, of your motor, the- more of your motorcycle enthusiasts will be there, Leon. Okay. <laughs> No, this is the opposite end of this. This is my friend from Virginia who's, uh, yeah, old fashions are the drink of choice on the menu. So bourbon and bites. So maybe lemon and cupcakes, lemonade and cupcakes. What do you think about that, Donna? Something, something unusual like that. Okay. But think about keeping those food and drinks simple. You don't need much. Iced tea, always delicious. So I don't know what goes with iced tea that door party. I was struggling with, with that, but maybe kebabs is also something you might want to investigate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, um, I want to put in my pitch for an epic birthday poem. You remember last year yes. on Satellite Sisters, I was engaged to create an epic birthday poem for a friend of mine's husband. And uh, by all accounts, I was not at the party, but by all accounts, it was a big hit. Now, so Donna, I don't know if you can, if you have a poet amongst your group or your family member, but I think you could indicate to the people who might be able to serve up some poetry that you are open to an epic birthday poem. I think that would be good. Oh. How about you, Joel? What do you okay, think? Okay. Well, first of all, Donna, you know, when I, I, this was my uh, advice for turning 60, you celebrated all year. Just remember that, Donna. So you're going to have your party, but anytime like you go out to dinner and they say, oh, is it a special occasion? You say, yes, it is, you know, because you're 60. <laughs> all right. Please keep that in mind. Now, specifically to the party, how about the idea of a special guest? Do you have an out of town friend? Is there, you know, someone that would just be, would really take it to the next level if they were there, you know, a family member that, um, that wouldn't, wouldn't be in your invite list, but you could use a lip, maybe a little of the money to have this special guest come to the event. I think that would be exciting for you. And it would be exciting for everybody else at the party to meet your special guest. Okay. I like the idea of asking your guests to write down a word or words of wisdom for the third third of your life. Okay. Okay. So that on, on a, uh, on a nice card that they can give, you know, what, what, you know, some inspirational idea or word or thought for this next um, period in your life. Well, I think that would be a great gift and fun to do and fun for you to read. Now, in terms of food and drinks, the thing I think you should have is uh, root beer floats or ice cream floats. Okay, come on. 
That's a Come good on. idea. It is a good idea. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I'll give it to you. I'm going to give you root that. beer yeah. floats. Who doesn't love those? Okay. Okay. You could have, you can have different, you could, might have some alternative, but that would really make a special party because we don't eat enough. We don't eat or drink enough root beer, beer floats in our life. Right. When was the last time you had a root beer float, Liam? Uh, I think it was 1978. Jill. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Swim swim team party at the Fairfield Beach Club, 1978. Okay. Okay. I think, see how special and fun that would be? Yes. So I think Leans, the singing and the root beer floats. I I mean, that's a great party. That That is a great party. All right. We had some good suggestions on the Facebook page. Barbara said, my friends gave me a Beatles party, which again, excellent theme. Like people love a theme, just state the theme and execute it. They had vintage hors d'oeuvres like meatballs, fondue, guacamole, and sang old Beatles songs. Oh, I love that. That's great. I might, I'm going to take that idea for my husband's next big birthday. Yes. Some people had 60s outfits on. Good. All right. Carrie said she turned 60 over the Christmas holiday. She had a dancing into my 60th party. You know, I love that. (laughs) I know you're all in on that one. Oh yeah. There were 16 of us. So this is a full two day commitment for at a beach house. Everyone wore outfits from their favorite dance era. They had appetizers, dinner, cake, cocktails, and her friend made a dance playlist with everyone's favorite dance tunes on it. So that's also good. And then Carrie also great idea, goodie bags. She made a personalized gift bag for each guest and they danced until 2 a.m. So that is, I'm sorry, I was not invited. (laughs) That is, that sounds like a rocking party. All right. Sue said when she turned 50, Uh, In 2018, she hosted a 1968 cocktail party. So from the year of her birth, same idea. Okay. She hired a bartender friend. So that's good. They had signature cocktails, a buffet with fondue and other era appropriate foods. Vintage clothing was optional, but I was surprised at how many people turned up in fun outfits. She had some thriftware, some thrift store serveware from the sixties and seventies and old tabletop games. That was good fun. Mm -hmm. All right. This is Anne. This is a great, I just love this whole post. Anne said, I always have my own party. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Anne, you have all the power. I love it. I love it. So Anne said, winning ideas, bonfire, fancy dress, everyone make me an A, the first letter of my name, whiskey tasting, James Bond party. Oh, I guess those are all different parties. Bonfire, fancy dress. Everyone, because I was in. wondering how you're going to wear the fancy dress to the bonfire. I mean, it could, you know, oh, but now I, okay, separate parties. Yeah. Good. Okay. okay. She, she said losing idea karaoke. Okay. That people <laughs> did not go over for that. But again, I think piano and singing is, yes. is good. Yes. Uh, and then um, she said, my father's friend had everyone write a poem for his birthday and it was spectacular. So again, the poetry idea. And I know Donna's not a drinker, but it made me laugh to read this. Allison said, rent a frozen margarita machine. My husband and I own a franchise in Houston. Happy to direct you to someone in your region. I'm glad to know we have a margarita machine franchise. <laughs> that could be handy sometime. Okay. Can we have a satellite system a meetup around the margarita machine? Yeah. I mean, Allison, good to note. Good to note. Anyway, Donna, we wish you uh, the most happy birthday, happiest of birthdays in August. Please let us know what you do and feel free to post as many pictures as you like, because now we're fully invested. Yes. Uh, So we definitely want to know how the 60th was. 
All right. That is it for the show this week. Uh, obviously we're missing Liz, but we hope next week she's feeling up to date uh, well and up to up to it so that we can get a full update on the track and field. We, uh, we were planning a special show for next week, but we're just going to rejigger a few things. Julie, we're staying flexible now. Right? That's important. Always. Yes. That's, that's what we do in the era of, of COVID, you know, everything has to be flexible. So our best to you, Liz. Yes. Um, a big thank you to Sergio Enriquez who engineers our show and Emily Loudermilk who does the fun graphics for our show. If you have not uh, followed us on Instagram, now would be the time to do it at sat sisters. Uh, so you can see all of Emily's graphics. They also pop up in pep talk and they make them look great. Um, all right. Our to-do list, Jewel, what's on okay. your to-do list? Well, there is some big, what is Oliver doing this week? <laughs> what's Oliver well, you know, he I, he's actually right here at my feet because he does enjoy listening to the show <laughs> when I record it every week. So he comes, he sits right outside my closet and he's here. And when uh, I say goodbye to you, he knows the show is over and he gets up and he goes to the door. He really does know that. So we we have some other hiking trips planned. But one of the other big happenings in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, this this weekend, or really it's going to be all month, is the Rainbow Family. Now, they are a counterculture uh, group. They are involved in new age spirituality, ecology, dance, music. They meditate, they pray. This is their 50th anniversary, Leon. Okay, get this. This group was founded by two men who went to Woodstock and then they went to some other uh, music festival, uh, uh, Vortex One in Oregon, and they decided, hey, we're going to uh, create the, the Rainbow Family. And so this is a group, they have 10,000 people are coming to, um, to uh, a national forest just outside of Steamboat Springs. And they're going to have some primitive camping is what they have, uh, mm. Leon. So they're not showing up in RVs or anything like that. Um, but, you know, it just so there has been a lot of talk in the newspaper, you know, uh, you know, the Forest Service about this group. And, you know, they they don't have a permit for camping, but they're in the National Forest. So I guess they don't have to. Um, but it's pretty amazing that this is two generations of hippies. OK, <laughs> doesn't that strike you as sort of fascinating or interesting that this group it doesn't have a leader. They don't have a spokesperson. I know you're going to ask me, how do they pick the various sites for their happenings? I don't know the answer to that if they don't have a leader or a spokesperson. But they're all descending on this area for uh, a big rain uh, rainbow family festival. I, I hope they don't sweep you up into their vortex, Julie. It's hard for me I to imagine know. you. You getting swept up, but you never I, know. You never know. I don't know, but I just, you know, hats off to the hippies. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's that's a long time to stay with not you know, wash. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not to <laughs> kidding. Exactly. That no. was a joke. I know that we have was, hippies yes. in the audience. No, we were not, joke. but uh, but that's a long time to be dedicated to that. And uh, uh, I'll, I'll keep you posted on keep it. But I'm going to, uh, you know, Oliver and I, we're going to do some, uh, we're going to do some scouting out in the area uh, near where 
um, the, the rainbow family is um, setting up their primitive camping tents. Yep. All right. Well, my, mine is much more uh, mundane. I, I got to get back to work. So I, okay. I've been having some fun lately and uh, doing some traveling and seeing some friends and connecting, but I have to get back to writing. So, um, so this is it. I need to, uh, I need to finish that next book. You, you, do you need me to tell you, tell you to buckle down and do some more work? Nope, oh. I don't, but go ahead. I mean, I, I always appreciate your support. So, so. That's it. Okay. It's so hard in the summertime. When you've had a good time, it can be hard to um, turn around and buckle, buckle down. down. That's what you need the, to do. Now is the time to okay. buckle down. Buckle down. All right, Jill, have a great you week. You too. And Liz, our best to you. Okay. And don't forget, call your satellite sister. <laughs>